Okay, 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 come on. Yes, thank you. Shh. Stop. Come on now, this is ridiculous. You don't need to be standing. Come on. Rose, there's no need. Come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm actually embarrassed now. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to... This is very nice to say, the Pear Pod. Season two, we've got new animations. We've got a new setup. We're going to go into all of those things. A lot of new stuff. Lot, a lot of new stuff. A lot of changes. Um, okay. Did I watch Green Street? Yes. Did I get, you know, a bit jazzed up with all the camaraderie and, you know, the boys love each other? Yes. Do the olive skinheads? Yes. Did I come back and be like, maybe I should, you know, blitz the whole thing off because it'll look good? Yes. Yes. Did I go into Ye, my barber, and say, Ye, buzz me up. And did, did, did he say, are you sure? And I said, no. And he said, let me look at your hairline. He was like, I don't know how this is going to look, mom. Uh, I was like, well... I'm too far in now, ye. I'm too far in. I got to do it now. And um, yeah, your boy buzzed it off. And look, lads. Now, I'd be the first to say if it looks shit. I really would. And um, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of worry. Um, but the hairline is strong. The hairline is fucking strong, boys. <laughs> so full of gas. Um. Oh my god, it's fucking nervous. Uh, the hairline looks great, and I'm really happy with it. I'm going to do it more. Definitely ups the uh, visual intensity. If you don't know who I am, you may be like, sure, the guy looks semi-hard. Um, and I do, and I am hard. And I'm well odd. Uh, it's so funny, I was like, oh, how are we going to start the pod? And now here we go, just carnage. Just nonsense, really. Um, I hope you all had an amazing Christmas. I actually mean that. Um where will we start? Okay. Well, look, I went home for Christmas, as people know. I went, well, people don't know. Oh, my. Um, need to figure out to do my arms. A lot of tight stuff here. I hope people like uh, the new setup. I decided it's a little bit... Uh, same room, believe it or not, as you guys know, the famous back of the bed. Still unsure. And, um, yeah, probably shouldn't speak in Irish. You know, probably alienating a lot of our international fans. Um to Bronham. Uh, what's that mean? Uh, yeah, so I decided to, this is a couch, a little like therapy looking couch, which is ironic, uh, set into the back of the office. So my desk and all is still over here. I've got a little bed set up over here. Still have that spare room if any fans want to come out to my bed. Um, but yeah, I think it looks great. It's definitely uh, more fucking comfortable. Looks better, I hope, than the uh, anonymous just blank wall in my head kind of in the middle of it you know um shall we talk about it? so as we speak as the, as of the recording of this podcast i don't have the final new animations from my boy jeff miller at meller M meller miller designs i'm going to tag his shit here you'll always obviously have hopefully seen the animation at this point at the start of the pod and the new logo and stuff like that uh the guy fucking He's a freak, man. Uh, people, might, obviously, most of you all know me and Jeff went to school together. And uh, 
I remember we did a, a computer graphics uh, course to get a course. It was like a fourth year module or something. And uh, he was so good at Photoshop, man. He was like unbelievable. At I remember being like, Jesus, this guy's savage at uh, a Photoshop. And then the whole way through, he was like, when I'm done, I'm just going to go and do like graphic design and have a company that does graphic design and stuff. And he's doing it. And he lives out in Dubai and he's fucking sick at it, man. So, Jeff, thank you so much for all the work. I know it was, uh, it probably wasn't easy. Um, and I know I'm fucking particular about stuff, but it, it came out great, man. I'm really happy with it. And I hope all the fans like it. We're all, all uh, 77 of you. 76 because I'm subscribed to my own channel, which is, you know, is it sad? Yes. Is it even more sad to count that as a as a subscriber? Yes. Do I care? No. Um, yeah, so new, new everything for season two. I went home for Christmas um, for two weeks and it was very, very COVID-y is the, the best way to put it. Um, which is fucking rampant, man. Pain in the gee, like. There was a, there was a bunch of like, we, we obviously had some plans with the lads. We were going to do like some Christmas parties and stuff. And it just became apparent that wasn't going to be possible just because I've, everyone was popping with COVID all over the place, man. So we ended up, um, myself and Myrne, um, chilling. We were lucky we had, a uh, my dad's getting his house done, um, in this year. So he needed to organize a place to rent while that's getting done. So luckily we were able to stay in that new gaff that they're going to move into, um, for the two weeks we were home, uh, which kept us semi-sane, but I, I missed, uh, I missed the old routine, if I'm honest. I felt like I was, uh, I definitely needed the, oh, my titties. Oh, my breasts. Using a, a pair of Nat keys to keep it upside with that. I'll stop fiddling with that shit. Um, yeah, man, I, I felt like, well, I needed the break. A week would have been loads, I think. Just but obviously, I would if if I could have seen the lads and stuff. Like all the shoots we had were cancelled. We were supposed to do something with the the Don't Tell Mum guys for their gig. Gig got cancelled. Their their portion got cancelled, and it was only half capacity. That got fucked. And um, so all the 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 work stuff we had kind of got cancelled, which was nicely forced me to chill. Um, but it was uh, it was a little disappointing not to get to see everyone. But look, this is the case. Everyone's in the same fucking boat, you know. And um. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's just fucking one of those things that you can't get pissed off about it, unfortunately. So came back with fucking load of new energy, man, to do this pod, got a load of work stuff coming up and um, busy, busy in the new year now and got a, uh, what else, what else do we want to do? Yeah, I, I, I made a, a, a goal. I don't know how achievable this is. I want to do 52 podcasts this year, which is one a week. For those of you who don't know. And um, that's fucking ambitious, man, considering I've only done 10. But I think I have the facil like the facilities law in the uh, the new multi-million studio that we're working at now. And um, I think it's achievable. Like the setup wise, we can definitely do it. It's a work, it's an uh, like a it's a commitment thing. But I'm gonna throw it out there. I think if I if I did that, I think there's very good chance um that will get some really good growth on the podcast. Consistency is, is definitely rewarded on YouTube and uh, reward on like, uh, just because I, from what I've heard, there's a lot of ups and downs about the YouTube algorithm. But one of the things that does seem to be consistent across the board is it likes when a video is uploaded, um, same time every week and people are watching it. 
So I can upload it every week. Can't promise people I'll watch it. Uh, how weird is it? My knees just sitting up in the middle of the frame here. Sorry, I'll put that down. Um, so yeah, I yeah, that's the ambition. I, I want to get some guests on. Uh, I got some exciting news with one of the clients, Joe, uh, who's the boxer I'm working with out here. Some exciting stuff um, has just come up that I can't talk about now, but I will when he's happy for me to talk about it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for it. I don't know how uh, possible all this is. Like realistically, it's it's a Sunday, like oh, it's a Saturday or a Sunday every week. Uh, I'm going to try and upload the pod every Monday at 6 p.m., something around then. Um, maybe earlier, maybe during the day. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Monday at 6 p.m. is good. I think people can watch in the evening or watch it and like in work during the day or whatever. So I'll bang those boys up as much as I can. This will be the first one for, for this Monday. And we're going to see what we can do. If I do miss some weeks, I'm going to have to double up when I can or try and throw in a guest one or something. Um, but we'll just see what happens if you lads are enjoying it. Um, I say lads because I don't think we've had a, um, a, a female contributor, at least in the comment section uh, so far. Which brings me to another point. The reality is the 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 comments that you guys leave on the podcast uh, on these episodes really helps it grow. And the fucking nature of the comments makes me laugh. So fucking lash those boys in. I don't care. Roast the new hair. You can't really roast. It looks fucking fresh. But you can say what you want and I'll rip it back to you. Uh, but it is it is very beneficial. All likes and comments are very beneficial to the page. So takes two seconds. Just fucking say you look like a prick in the podcast shit. Just throw that in there. I'd love 150 of those comments. You know within reason but uh you, you get my drift drift you get my drift so i set some goals out for the year oh we've got a few bits to do on the bloom on side uh people don't give a shit but it's important for me and um, bloom on's rebranding this year uh so i will do some pods on that i'd love to get people's opinions on stuff for rebranding the jars the look of the brand the look of the um yeah basically everything visual about the brand is going to be changing so that's very exciting and obviously like i have a big hand in the visual side of the brand so that's uh there's gonna be a lot of corner but that work wise we have a lot of stuff with influencers and shoots so i'm gonna be traveling around a lot in the new year which again is gonna affect the podcast uploads but we will figure it out maybe i have to take the pod on the road that'd be fucking hilarious and do it from hotel rooms or something we'll see uh but a few other small bits. What are we at time was? I can't see it. It's right in the, the time monitor is right in the uh, gap of the frame here. Yeah, so really um, a, bit, a big push for me is going to be on, is on my own brand side. I want to release a documentary this year. Obviously, I can't go too much into it right now because uh, one of the clients asked me not to. But the sports documentary that I want to do is going to happen this year. Uh, everything's in place for that to work if certain infectious flus can keep their distance out here in Spain. That should be possible, which is a, a big goal for me. I'm fucking buzzing about that. I want to continue to grow this podcast on my own platform. Uh, a question I had is I want to set up a, a PearPod Instagram page for like all the content on the PearPod and just throw all that on there. I feel like it's weird having a visually impaired and then the pair pod 
like all the content kind of running in the same one. I don't know if that's weird or not. What am I doing with my hand? I'm not sure what to do with my hands. But for me, it, it feels odd. I wanted my, my visuals, to, my visual page and my business side to be that. I don't think it's great to then throw like all my, now as I think about it, it actually doesn't make sense to have all my Peripod stuff going up on that page when I'm trying to like get new clients and stuff like that. So I think I'm going to set up a new Instagram. I got to plan that out a little bit. And maybe I'll drop it with this episode. Maybe that's probably a good idea. Drop it with season two. We will see. Interesting. Okay. Interesting ideas. But I, I think it makes more sense. It just looks fucking weird having reels on my page with random Peripod segments, stuff like that. And so a few other small bits I, I didn't get to talk about over Christmas or in the new Christmas episode, but I want to talk about um, my father, Michael Byers, or Big Cheese, if you know him as Cheese Cheddar. Um, most of the listeners, because you are my close friends, will know him in some some aspects. Um, for Christmas, he got me a new light, which is a, a huge bitch. It's a fucking big old fucker. It's under my bed right now. I'm not even using it for this because it's... Uh, it's, it's a big old thing to set up, but for like my big jobs, it's going to change shit because the, the lights I had just aren't great for lighting big scenes. And this one is like completely overkill. Do you know what I mean? It's going to open up so many options for me down. Like it could light, you know, a band if they were performing, like light a stage, uh, depending on how I want to do it. So it's, 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 it's sick. It's the, uh, the VL150 from don't know the name off the bat should know it would look great if i did galogo Ganogo or something and um, i can't remember it's on my instagram but it's great i set it up there yesterday after fucking age i set it up um and it's it's, it's a monster i'm only going to learn more and more as i use it i'm sure um instructions were in japanese or chinese which is you know that's good stuff uh didn't need it anyway just manned it and fucking chucked the chucked the instructions out the windows did it myself I know more anyway. Um, yeah, and I saw, uh, I don't know who other people saw this, but just it's semi random for me. The uh, If you guys want to watch something kind of sick, or at least visually look sick, and the sound look good, Kanye and Drake did like a concert together in LA. And it, uh, Jesus, man, it was after everything that, that had gone on, it was, it, it was almost, if, if it hadn't been really what I said, it was one of the most genius marketing campaigns ever to, um, set up this huge fucking concert in LA with the, it looked like they were on the surface of the moon or something with all the smoke. But the the, the main thing we got from that is Kanye is still fucking unbelievable performer. Holy shit. Um, the, the sound quality, obviously he did a lot of the, the, the production on the day, obviously the, for the, particularly his songs, man, sounded fucking crazy. Um, and this is live, do you know what I mean? So obviously this has been, they did it with Amazon Music, um, I think maybe with Twitch as well. But it um, it was so, like this sound wise, it was un- unbelievable. And then Drake came out and obviously I think vocally Drake is superior. His voice is just so good. He does a a cover of 24. Uh, I might even put it in a lot of people like that. But his voice in that, um, just because of the, like the, the soft notes of style goes, Exhausted. Never the right time to go. And um, that's good. Uh, it just sounded so good, man. So really enjoyed that. Didn't get a chance to talk about it. I was going to talk about it on one of the pods before Christmas, but we did not get to the chance. So I thought I'd throw that in there. I have no idea what time that says on... I think we'll fuck it. 
So the other things I wanted to talk about were, number one was my, um, some of the, the, the podcasts I've taken inspiration from for this year and I've decided to like, not to have decided, some of the podcasts that I've looked at and I've definitely taken inspiration from in the way that I want a podcast. And when I was putting the list together, it led to some other interesting questions in my head that, that will come up and you guys will see why. But uh, I want to throw these in. One, I think it would be great if, if any of these guys ever saw this. Uh, I think it would be, I, I if I did a podcast or if I ever saw someone talking about how they enjoyed my podcast, I'd be fucking, particularly on how they run a podcast. Like as a as an interviewer, um, that's definitely something that I, I definitely recognize that as a different skill to what I do here. Um, being able to ask like intelligent questions and keep the conversation flowing and all that kind of stuff is is a different skill altogether and one that I've I'm definitely interested in learning. Um, but it's it's tough, man. It's tough to get guests without a without a studio and like not being in the right location, stuff like that. So I prioritized being able to do it solo, and then uh, have the option to throw in a guestie now and again. You know. Okay, so Jesus Christ, uh, which one will I start with? Okay, the the first podcast that I think you should all watch this year is a a Diary of CEO with Stephen Bartlett. Pop something up. He um he is a I fucking butcher all this. He's basically he was a he's a young entrepreneur who sold his company when he was very young for I think he owned Social Chain. I think that's what's called. Um, and he sold that company for a fuck ton of money. Um, so obviously very successful, very business minded, but also the um, two big things that I take from, from his podcast is not his business savvy. I'm not hugely interested in the, it's, we'd say I'm not, as some, as a, it will be classified as a business podcast. I'm not hugely inter interested in the business stuff that he talks about, but his, um, the two big things that I really, I really enjoy that he does, number one, actually three, number one, visually it's amazing, looks great. He's got a uh, fucking cameras on a glider, sounds good, lighting is good, multiple camera angles, fuck you, with all the class shit. Uh, no, I'm just telling Stephen, you're a G, and very much, I, I listen to all your podcasts. But second thing he does very well is he is a very, very good interviewer. Um, and the reason I, the, the things I, I admire about it, one, he is obviously, I don't know if he has some work with him. His research is really good. He, and um, he, it, it feels like he knows exactly where the conversation's going. I don't know if that's something what he feels when he's doing it, but it definitely comes across as a, as a listener that he drives the conversation really well and, um, is very, is he's very acute at picking up on things that people have brought up and then being able to dig a little deeper on stuff that we might not even notice, which is, um, which is great. And it also, uh, he brings out another side to his guests, which is, which is great. I think that, see that these two things go kind of hand in hand. He, the, the third thing I was going to say is he has great guests. So I don't know if that's more credit to him and his connections or his booker or his team that he works with, but I guess I'll just compliment the podcast as a, as a, as a whole. It is, um, your, your guests are remarkable. You, you bring on people that aren't just doing the, um, like the, the typical podcast guests. You can get guys who are trying to grow their brand, but you bring on people like Jimmy Carr, Patrice Evera, 
was were two particularly stood out to me. And um, the Jimmy Carwin man as a comedian, I was like, this will be great to be a, what a, what a funny podcast this will be. And it wasn't at all. It was very deep. He he was very like Jimmy Carr like opened up a lot about his uh, issues, mental health and stuff like that. And it was uh, that was it was a touching podcast, man. It really was. He's brought on. Um, People like Molly May from Love Island, Grace Beverly. So he loves to bring on like young entrepreneurs, particularly people that are um, that that have come uh, like who are like on the younger side as well. Like they're both, I mean, considerably younger than me, and female. Um, but I like those podcasts were fucking excellent. And having done it all himself, he um, like in terms of building a business and all that kind of stuff, he understands the pressure. But he never talks down to his guests, or it comes across as like arrogant or like um a know-it-all or anything like that so Stephen, congratulations i really enjoy your podcast and um, it would be amazing to be on your podcast one day i think <laughs> the problem is i'm pretty sure you have to be successful to be on this podcast and um, but what is success you know i'd love to have a a, a, a light here that's a light bulb that goes doo, 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 like I'm having rainwaves like that. That was just a rainwave. Okay. The second podcast that uh, I, I'm definitely going to take inspiration from this year is the True Geordie podcast. Now, people might be like, I don't know if you guys listen to True Geordie. I, it's it's definitely mixed. Some people are like, oh, you fucking listen to that. And like people who definitely don't. Um, but Brian is essentially a bloke from, from Newcastle who's been podcasting for, for years, like a five plus, that's probably more 10, probably closer to 10, to be honest. And um, started way back doing like football shows and stuff like that. And it's consistently um, evolved with the years in terms of taking his podcast to new heights and to visually with his guests. And um, obviously the sound of the production stuff is amazing. And again, it's a, he 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 put he put an amazing team together and he put his money where his mouth is and um in the last three or four years since he moved it uh, consistently down to london he really has gone to a new level and the um with brian it's totally different to the uh to obviously to the stephen Bartler one obviously the um it it's one sec apologies number one he uh definitely not business focused to say the least, very much more uh, social media focused, headline focused, stuff like that, commentary focused. And then obviously sports. He does a, a lot of uh, football content. He does a lot of uh, MMA content, boxing content, stuff like that. So obviously I'm all in on all that shit. But what Brian does well is, um, I kind of said it there earlier, he puts his money where his mouth is. And I mean that more than just financially. Uh, why... I guess there's two big things. One, he always one thing he always talks about is bringing his um, northern work ethic to social media. Was one thing he always talked about, and you can definitely see that the guy bangs out so much content, man. And that's again, that's credit to him and to credit to his team and the the, the foundations he's put in place to be able to do that because. Like, I'm just thinking now, like he's banging out clips channels, he's got interviews, he's got the kickoff, which fully runs on Twitch. So his YouTube channel is a completely different entity altogether. And he's banging all that out as well as his own, like, uh, second channels for each of those, you know, uh, trying to do like his brand deal stuff, all that kind of stuff. And he's doing it, man. And he puts out some uh, cracking documentaries, which you guys should watch, particularly like he does a, uh, 
when he was going through a tough time, he put out a documentary about it called The Fall of True Geordie, which is visually fucking sick. Um, tells a great story and he's he's very open and honest. And that's one thing about Brian is he's, he's hard, like wears his heart in his sleeve, isn't afraid to get intimate with his guests, which is, oh, it leads to like these quality conversations. I remember he did an interview with Ian Wright, who I wasn't even buzzing, you know, I wasn't a, like big football fan in general and definitely not an Arsenal fan. And he, uh, his, his podcast was fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? He opens up about like his insecurities. It's just remarkable to hear this side of what you thought was just, you know, one of the best strikers in, in the Premier League ever. Like you'd think he'd be loading, like happy, you know, and they, I guess this is what podcasts do is they show you the other side stuff. And, um, I remember going back to Diary of CEO, I remember he interviewed Lean Payne and you'd be like, you just presume like Shell Cole, you know, millionaire, like multi, multi-millionaire, One Direction, all that kind of stuff, great solo career. You'd think that that's him. Do you know what I mean? you think he's he'd be fucking, he'd be fucking dancing in the door. Do you know what I mean? Top of the, uh, top of the pops, as they say. But he, uh, he, he's like, look, there was a lot of dark times there and there just is because everyone goes through shit. But he, um, the, the beauty of both both the first two guys I mentioned is that they 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 have an ability to help their their guests open up and lead them into areas of conversation where they might not be comfortable but allows them to feel safe there and not judged and all that kind of stuff and that's um yeah man that's as a as a growing podcaster and someone who'd love to have guests on one day that is definitely something that I'll continue to watch so again Brian oh Another thing I love about the True Geordie podcast, Lawrence, and this is a, uh, the, 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 what's it called? The Lawrence effect, which is Lawrence is like his number two on the pod, sits in on all the interviews. Um, and he gets a little bit, Hey, he's, he's, he's kind of a posher, posher than Brian comes across the way anyway, comes across very well educated, all that kind of stuff. I think he's fucking hilarious. He's very sarcastic. He, he throws out these little lines when uh, other people are talking and like the kickoff and stuff. I, I end up burst out laughing and stuff and he gets a lot of criticism for it. But he, um, I think he's fucking class. I think he's fucking hilarious. And he doesn't, the, the criticism he gets is because I, 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 what I would presume is doing that much content and particularly streaming, it's so hard to just continually be watching and reviewing stuff and not end up critiquing someone for something. And I know he's gotten a lot of heat for that in the past, but everything I, I truly believe everything that comes out of, um, what comes from Lawrence is always like with the intent to be humorous. It's never with the intent to hurt or make anyone feel bad. And I think if you're always coming from that place, um, I think it's very hard for people to come back and, you know, try and cancel you. So, Lawrence, um, I think you're. I think you're doing great. Uh, I think you're. You're definitely an asset to the podcast. I really enjoy having you on them, even in the ones where he doesn't understand shit about like boxing or fighting or any of that kind of stuff. He 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 comes at it from that sense. Do you know what I mean? And he doesn't try to be a know it all. He does. He allows Brian to like go out with the more technical stuff, and then he throws his opinions in on on um on the aspects that he does understand, and he's not afraid to learn. So, I it makes me want to have a number two on the pod, but it's so hard, man. They obviously. Uh, they built a great little bond there together and it, it comes across in the podcast so it's, it's hard to build a rapport with someone like that I'd need uh, one of my one of my mates from home or something to really get that or someone who gets my sense of humour and I don't know maybe I'm better on my own and that kind of being on your own 
kind of leads you to the last, uh, to my last podcast. I'm just going to reset the pod. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. It's not going to, what are the, what are the bowls for? Okay. So my final podcast in my top three for 2022, I said earlier, um, one of the talking points today kind of led to a, a bigger conversation in my head. And that was this. So my final podcast is congratulations with Chris D'Elia. Um, now, people may know Chris D'Elia, people may not. I know he's huge in the States. He's a comedian and has been on some TV as well, but mainly known as a stand-up comedian. And then he started his podcast, congratulations. Very similar uh, format to this one. Uh, sits on his own, just speaking to a camera for an hour, an hour and a half. And the dude is fucking hilarious. Uh, he's hilarious. He is, uh, what he does sitting, looking to camera is, is, I think he does, it feels like a full stand-up set every time he, he does a podcast. Now, some of you don't know, will be like, why does this bring lead to bigger questions? And, uh, Grizzly was in some controversy in the past from what I've seen or from what I've heard. I'm not going to try and fucking make any sort of like confirm anything. I don't know shit and nothing was ever confirmed. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say too much on it, but he apparently when he was uh, torn around, dude liked to get with some chicks um, and some of those chicks were young. Now the, what he came out with was that everything he did was consensual and legal. So, is it a bit weird for all the dudes to want to bang these young fucking girls? Yeah. And from what he's said since that, after his life being literally ripped apart, um, rightly or wrongly, his life was ripped apart. Never, obviously, criminal charges weren't filed, anything like that. And, but as like Twitter and as the internet does, he was totally cancelled for that. Um, his podcast was stopped, lost all the sponsors, all that kind of stuff, I'm sure. Um, it, it affected his business quite badly. But he came back. He started his podcast again. He came out with a statement again saying um, he was now in therapy as like a recovering sex addict. Um, he has he had a fiance during some of this and it was like it openly admitted to cheating on it, which is a fucking hard thing to do, man. And he has a kid now, Calvin. Uh, I listen like I fucking know the guy, but I, he talks about it on his podcast. And I'll just be fucking straight up. I, I found his... I found his openness to what happened, you know, I, I, I respected it. It's not easy to find out those things and be judged. I'm sure he's got, has his demons. I'm like, I'm not saying everything the guy did, everything the guy did was correct, but I, I do find a pro, I do find it a problem when people are judged based on headlines or the perception or before something is gone to like, you know, criminal or anything's charged or anything's filed, anything like that. Just that guy's canceled. That guy's done. That guy's the worst thing you can imagine in that scenario. Um, so that's that on on the the why I felt weird about it. On the positive, on the the other side of it, in terms of his podcast, the ability to be able to be that on, and I, he has a laptop in front of him. I don't know if he's running lines in his head, like the lines there and talking points and he knows where he's going to expand on those, but he does a lot of pods. I think that's hard to do so long term. I think the guy's just funny. 
And obviously with the nature of my podcast, I find that style of pod very interesting. And obviously I want to watch someone who's good at it. And I think he's one of the best at it. So obviously I want to watch it and get better at it, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't know how people feel about that. It's kind of leads, the bigger question is, can you separate the art from the artist? Do you know what I mean? Michael Jackson was doing some weird stuff with kids. Am I, can I not like be in the shower and dance and love man in the mirror? Because I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's possible. I'm talking about the man in the mirror. Oh, asking him to change his ways. That sounds good. And no message. But like, you know, he, it's weird because people still are like, oh, Michael Jackson's a beast. But the guy very, like, again, nothing, like, literally, nothing literally, he wasn't arrested and caught doing it. But people, there's a lot of stuff come out to be like some weird stuff was going on. He did whole hand. I don't know. But people still love his music. Do you know what I mean? And he will be a legend forever. So where's the R. Kelly again? Like guy's a fucking freak. Do you know what I mean? Guy's going jazz. Guy's f the guy was like criminal. Do you know what I mean? The guy was fucking keeping girls against their will and fucking like molesting them and all that kind of shit. So the guy's a fucking criminal. Is in jail. Will that will that affect like the music like the music he brought to people? Like I won't even I refuse to listen to his music now. I don't I don't know how to feel on that one because. Obviously, everything came out about, it, but just it just leads to a bigger question that I'd I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts about. Um, and yeah, obviously, Philip, you're uh, when I saw I see Chris now he's doing like stand up sets and stuff now. Uh, podcast being brought back, he's doing podcasts with other people, and um, obviously, an honourable mention actually to Brian Callan, who is a one of the members of the the Fighter and the Kid podcast, and. Um, who is not in my list just because not a ginormous fan of I guess uh, Brandon and Chappelle Lacey who's the other guy on it no offence I think Brandon's great at other stuff I just think as a podcast I just find Brandon or Brian in particular fucking hilarious he's very self-deprecating his humour is bang on with mine so uh, I think he's fucking great and would be my list if he did a, a solo pod in the nature that I like but he doesn't so Honorable mention to you, Ryan. Like, they're gonna fucking watch this. It's hilarious. Gives a shit. What am I doing? Like, <sighs> what am I doing? Um, that's nearly it, folks. Uh, I've ordered a new tablet that's gonna have all my fucking notes on it. It's very over the top, but um, Bloomon got me an Amazon gift voucher for. Christmas, didn't know what else to spend it on, made a rash decision. We we move, we move. So I guess in the come up, uh, again, I, I say this every fucking week, I say, put in the podcast what you guys want, what, what you'd like me to talk about. And I, 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 I open the door, you guys slam it. You say we're not interested, you're not even at the door sometimes, don't fucking watch the podcast sometimes, you put it up and no one fucking watches it. So, you know, whatever. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna review some upcoming. Actually, not like amazing uh, fights coming up right now. Uh, they're talking about potentially doing Nate Diaz and Dustin Poirier two on sh or Dustin Poirier one on short notice, um, with this Civil Gone and Francis Ngannou fight. Because apparently that's not building the bulls quite as much as Dana wants it to. So they're throwing in uh, Nate and fucking Dustin, which would be a scrap and a half. So I will review that if that does come up. 
other than that, it's going to be a regular kind of program. I'm going to do this once a week. I'm going to fucking try so hard. Uh, but what I will ask of you I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. They fly so high, they reach the sky. And like my dreams, they fade and die. Bow chains always hiding. I've looked everywhere. I'm forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air. Alright, like the video, subscribe, when this thing is premiering, or after you finish watching it, leave a fucking comment, like it, tag me on Instagram, let me know what you want me to do about the pair pod, do you want me to make it an Instagram, maybe I will already, maybe it'll be tagged down below, maybe it's right here, maybe it is right here actually, and if it is, go fucking follow the page, alright, let's fucking grow this podcast, grow it so much, alright, sorry, I don't want to hit all the wires, grow it, grow it for me, help me this year, help me, and I'll help you, alright, love you guys, bye.